Good morning, everyone. Just sitting out here having my coffee this morning in the backyard, enjoying the birds and what's left of my beautiful yard this fall after everything is starting to die off and my wife's been cutting it out. And thinking about a couple of my uncles and they're not doing too good, but I got to tell some stories about them. They're uh, the main reason I ride motorcycles. So, uh, <coughs> I got to double check with them and see if it's okay for me to post a picture of the one trip I'm going to talk about. And if they're okay with it, then that'll be the picture on the episode here. I'm pretty sure they'll be good with it. But, uh, <coughs> this is the first actual road trip I ever did on a motorcycle was with my Uncle Butch. And we were going down from my hometown to Edson to see Uncle Shorty. And, uh, I looked goofy as fuck. I didn't have proper gear. I was riding, uh, Katana 750 and (laughs) I had a pair of brown cowboy boots I had my chaps and I had made a patch for my uncle that was kind of his club type of thing it was uh, Saskatoon Mountain Boys Club and it was no affiliation to anybody it was just a fun thing and I had that patch on this leather jacket I had bought at a thrift shop and cut the sleeves off of it <laughs> and Uncle Butch he had his on and what was he riding then I think he was riding his Honda Shadow his 750 Shadow at the time and I remember pulling out of Grand Prairie and I was so happy. First ride I ever did with him and motor riding motorcycles and getting into that motorcycle lifestyle and everything was because of him. So I had this big smile on my face ear to ear. I was wearing this goofy ass full face mask that didn't have a didn't have a visor on it and uh we were riding staggered i was ditch side uncle butch was riding center and we were staggered i was trying to stay back about 15 20 feet enough so that he could watch me in the mirror if i was having issues or anything i was comfortable on a bike but uh it being my first real ride I was keeping my distance and he was watching and we'd stop every once in a while to make sure I was doing alright. And I remember our first stop. He just looked at me and he kind of laughed. And I was like, what are you laughing about? And he says, I look in the mirror and all I can see is that vest of yours flapping in the friggin' wind because I couldn't get it to stay shot. He said, and all I can see through that helmet is that great big fucking smile of yours ear to ear 
was a great trip. We we made it down. We met up with my cousin, with Aisha, and uh, well, that's that, that's what I'll call him. Met up with Aisha, and then we cut down south through this nice little road uh, to get towards Edson. And uh, the three of us were riding together. Uncle Butch has got his patch on. I got my patch on. And I never did make one for Robbie. I mean, for Aisha. And uh, we pull up behind this RV. And it's got one of those great big mirrored windows on the back of it. And it was just great to see the three of us together. First time the three of us ever rode together. And then uh, we get start getting close to Edson. And... Sorry, I had that light of smoke there. And we knew Uncle Shorty was watching for us. And then all of a sudden, here comes Uncle Shorty in the other lane heading towards us. It was a two-lane, it was a four-lane highway, so he's over on the other side. And here he comes, ponytail flapping in the wind. And he's got his arms out, and he's just having a great friggin' time to come out and meet us. Well, he's seen us, and he took the next cut, and he looped back by us. We went in. I think we checked into our hotel. And... <laughs> When we were pulling into the hotel to get off the fucking bikes, I don't remember exactly how it happened. If I didn't put the kickstand down or I tried to get off the bike the wrong way, but I knocked the front, my I knocked my fucking bike over. <laughs> but uh, then we got checked in. I think we went and had a coffee or a beer. No, we went and had a coffee. And then Uncle Shorty wanted to take us to Hidden Lake. So we jump back on the highway and we start flying out that way. And we pull over. And Uncle Shorty says, we got to ride some gravel. Well, I'd never ridden gravel before, but all three of them had ridden lots of gravel and lots of riding experience. And, uh, they just said to me, you'll be fine, just don't touch your front brake. And they put me at the back just in case something did happen, then they wouldn't have got fucked up. So we start going down the gravel. It's probably about a kilometer and a half off the highway. So we ride the gravel that far, and then we turn in to go and see the lake. And we're going down this little fucking goat trail. And... Uncle Butch didn't see a log that was sticking out and smacked his fucking leg and tore his ankle open. The old boy, my old graybeard uncle, he toughed it out and we went out there and we walked around. There was an old uh, scout camp, I think. So there was an old building in there with some old bunk beds. And we just wandered around and we chatted for a while. And then Uncle Butch, he uh, started to get pretty sore, so we went back into, headed back into town. He stopped at the bar there, and we had a couple of beers. 
And then uh, Uncle Shorty went back to his place for the night. We went back to the hotel for the night. And the next morning, well, we tried to patch Uncle Butch's ankle up a little bit. Because he was being a stubborn old ass, because that's what he does. Always been a stubborn ass his whole life. Then the next day we got up and we went out and visited one of, with one of Uncle Shorty's friends. That uh, was a cool guy. Lived one crazy, crazy life. I won't talk about his life. But he saw some fucking things. He was a cool dude to meet. And then uh, rode around a little bit more. And... Uncle Butch had to call it quits. We had to get him home. He, he's got diabetes, and he's not in the greatest of shape back then. He's even worse off now. But we're riding him back home, and we took one of the most, it's, I won't say what highway it is, because that would give away where home is. But it's listed as one of the top ten rides in Canada, that highway, and it was absolutely fucking great with... My cousin and my uncle. We come out of the one town and we're down to the river and we're checking oils. I don't remember. It was either me or Aisha, but one of us hadn't checked our oil on our bike and we were pretty much empty on oil. <laughs> we, we, rode a, we rode Uncle Butch home and I think, I think Auntie Pat ended up taking him into the hospital. They got him all bandaged up, and he got healed up. But that is probably one of the best motorcycle trips I've ever had. No club, no bullshit, no fuck all. Just the four of us riding to have fun. And it being my first ever major highway trip on a bike was great. And then uh, a few years later, I was riding with a Christian club, trying to get myself off the drugs, and and out of the bottom of the bottle. And we rode my the, my charter. We rode up to my hometown to do a blessing of the bikes, and my uncle Butch he showed up and. Shoemaker showed up. A lot of the old bikers I grew up with showed up, and we did a quick little prayer over everybody's bikes for the year. And my uncle Butch actually looked at me that day and told me he was proud of me for changing everything around. The mental world it meant a lot coming out of him. But he was always around my entire life growing up. And that was pretty rare for somebody to be around my entire life. And here I am, 40 years old now. And he's still around. I don't know how much longer I'm going to have him, but... I'll take every damn minute I can get with him. But even growing up, I remember... Uncle Butch, he was always wrenching on his bikes, and he was, they didn't have a lot of money, so family got, family came first, 
he spent a lot of years not riding because his bikes were broken down. He was always riding old Nortons and Hondas and whatever he could get for cheap. And most of the time they had some major issues. He spent way more time wrenching on bikes than he ever did riding when I was a kid. But I'll never forget that. And <laughs> I call him my skunkle. He's always, always smoked weed. And uh, when we were kids, if we were over at Auntie Pat and Uncle Butch's house, and they would chase us upstairs, we'd get that funny smell. And I just always equated that smell with him. I didn't know what it was until years later. <laughs> but he was, he was smoking dope all the time. No, I got a lot, of, a lot of respect for that man. I probably wouldn't ride motorcycles to, to this day if it wasn't for him. And Uncle Shorty played a big part in it too. Because that old boy, he was, he was around, but he'd, he'd come and go. It's, he was nomadic. That's just the way Uncle Shorty's always been. Sorry, I had to throw that on pause for a minute. I think as much as I don't want to set up a studio for doing this, I might have no choice. But, uh, yeah, Uncle Shorty, very, very nomadic man. He'd show up for a couple of years, and then he'd disappear for a couple of years, and then he'd come back out of the blue. I remember growing up, he'd show up and sit and have coffee with my mom, and he always did this weird thing to my hand. Something about a spider, and he'd pull the spider out of my hand. First time he met my kids, he did it to my kids, and the fuck was that cool. <laughs> Watching him do it to my kids, and I knowing how it felt. I'm so glad that my kids have gotten to know both those old men. Those those old gray beers, they, they, they mean a lot to me. I hope they know that. So this is kind of... A short episode that's going to be about all it is just I wanted to talk about the old boys a little bit but nothing really crazy for these stories but something that hit me this morning and I needed to do it so Uncle Butch Uncle Shorty if you guys do listen to this I love you and thank you if it wasn't for you guys I wouldn't have the love of motorcycles that I do And to end it, I'll do as I normally do. Don't walk a mile in my shoes, because that won't impress me. Live 30 seconds in my head, and you'll understand why I'm a messed up northern boy.